We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Las Vegas, Nevada, here at Radio Row, ahead of Super Bowl 58. I'm Bobby Trossett, joined in person by my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, for the second time ever. We know the first time was back in July for training camp. You might sense here, if you're in the YouTube space, the audio only can't see it right now, but we have an open chair, and we're pleased to be joined in a little bit by ESPN's Dan Orlovsky, Orlovsky. thanks to your grinding in (laughs) recruitment. Today has been a whirlwind. I listen, I know you almost died on your plane ride over here with Dominique Foxworth, with who's Dominique coming up Foxworth. in just a minute. Yes, we, we got Pre-taped. here today. It's, Pre-taped. Come up. it's actually it's been out for half an hour now. Then so he got go his check bag stolen, all this crazy stuff. Then I get in last night. Still no idea if, if the NFL is going to let me into Radio Row. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Because this came together last minute. Because this and, came, yeah. But we've been saying, I'm I'm buying the tickets. I get out. I, yep. We're going to make it work. We, and, yep. so, and somehow we got it to work because last night at about 9 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., somewhere around there, we get an email that says, Sarah Ellison, you have been approved. Oh, man. So the fact that I just find that out last night, then the number of people that we've been able to get today yeah. is just absurd. Yeah. So this has just been a crazy 24 hours, but one that has been phenomenal. All right. Well, let's catch up everybody up to speed. We've chatted with ESPN's Field Yates. Yes. We've chatted with Dominique Foxworth of ESPN, formerly, of course, a Ravens cornerback. We've chatted with Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. That'll be coming out in the morning. Dominique Foxworth just dropped. You can check that out across all of our platforms right now. Um, we have a Dan Orlovsky coming up momentarily of ESPN, former NFL quarterback, former UConn quarterback before that. And then throughout the week, we're going to be here Wednesday through Friday working on Radio Row. It is a who's who. It doesn't matter what angle or direction you're looking at. Somebody meaningful, whether it's in the celebrity world, Hollywood, or obviously the sports world in right. the NFL is here. And right. so we're hoping to catch up with more folks coming up. And we just got the heads up that six six minutes, six minutes, six is minutes what it out, like. Dan Orlowski will be occupying this chair. You'll be sliding I down. Slide over. You'll be doing your Chris Collingsworth dance. Got it. And then we're going to have Dan Orlowski coming up. But many more throughout the week are expected. Roquan Smith will be here as one of the nominees for the Walter Payton Man Our of guy. the Year Award. Our, Our guy. guy. Uh, as as he promised he would. He would yeah. be here. In, I mean, obviously, he wish he, he was here in a different capacity, but we've spoken with him. We're hoping to have him on before the week. I hadn't even been here an hour, and I caught up with Coach Billick, 
Right. Brian Billick was in the building. He will be in the building throughout the rest of the week. We're hoping to track him down. He's a little bit more elusive in his older age than he once was. Uh, we know that he used to have a lot of fun some, with the media. So Lamar juke moves on us. Huh? He does. He does. He did his best when he saw me in the, in the a hallway. A couple people put some juke moves on. I'm not going to say who. Yes. But there were a few today. Yep. We know how it goes. Mark Ingram, we caught up with him for just a couple minutes. He was probably the busiest man on Radio Row. And no surprise because he is the best of the best. We're hoping to have him on in the future. It won't be happening this week, unfortunately, but we did have a chance to catch up with him. Go check out that video on Twitter at Ravens Vault for a, a good laugh because uh, we kind of resurrected the uh, the old MVP speech that he went Come to the bank. See me. Yeah, meet me outside the yeah. bank. That was pretty. I'm funny. about that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he he was he was ready to go, and he it's almost like he had it memorized. But yeah. anyway, long story short, it's been a fantastic start to the week. We're gonna have coverage over the next couple days. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's well, been a blast. I, and I ran into Steve Young. You, oh, how did I, how did I forget that? Well, I got to talk about that because there was uh, like, it was a private conversation, yes. but the things that I share, I, I think Steve would be fine with because it kind of uh, comes from what he was saying the last time he was, he was on our show, but I still got, I got to tell the story though. Right. Because I've only met Steve <laughs> once and that was on camera. I can't so wait to tell from like, my vantage point after okay, this, but you yeah, go first. Yeah, <laughs> point. So Bobby and I are like, hey, let's split up and let's go see who we can get. Because right? remember, we're our own booking agents. Right. We're our own PR people. We're our own everything. Right. And it seems like every single person has three people working around them, helping them. And that is not what we got yes. going on. So we split up and I see Steve doing a live hit with the NFL Network. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait at the bottom of this stage, along with so many other people that are going to try to hound him. And and I'm just going to be like, see if he remember. you know, yeah. I'm sure he remembered a conversation, but is he, so anyway, he, he finishes, <laughs> he comes down the stairs of the, of the stage and some guy beats me to him. Steve kind of is like, nice, but trying to move on to his, like his next thing. And then Steve tried to juke move me, not because he's trying to juke move everybody. Like that's what these, that, like everybody's trying to like get to their next thing. But I don't let it happen, Bobby. I jump in, in front, and I put my hand out. And I'm like, Steve. And he looks at me, and I'm like, Sarah Ellison, you're on my show talking about Lamar. He's like, oh, Sarah. And he, like, throws my hand down and gives me the biggest bear hug. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Steve Young is hugging me. And then he looks at his people, and he's got, like, six of them surrounding him. He's like, guys, can you give us a minute? And we go over to the side. To, he wants to talk about Lamar. That's what he wanted to do. And, like, he's – and so, anyway, let me just tell you from that conversation, here's essentially it. Number one, he wants to be in touch with Lamar. A lot of people have asked me that on Twitter. He wants to be in touch. So that's number one. Number two, I could immediately feel that he was gutted. And I mean gutted for Lamar. And I think that we could all feel it when he was oh, on the yeah. show, right? Like yes. he was like, "These are he's my people. And, and we felt it last the year. Kinship. When, I mean, gosh, yes. every adjective he used. And, and but but it's so genuine because here we are with crowds around us and everybody staring at Steve. Everyone wants to get him, and it was like he all of that's blocked out, and you could feel that he felt bad for Lamar. We talked back and forth about the game. I want to let him give his own analysis. He's he already left today, and he was book solid. But he said he wanted to come on our show again. He, he wants to do it this offseason. He wanted to follow it up around the draft. Around the draft, yeah. right, right, right. And so, but basically, his message was. I can say this. This is the first time, this is the first year, and we all know this in Baltimore. Todd Monkey came in, and they said it over and over. Lamar has the keys to the offense. Lamar has the keys to the offense. And so we've seen, like, this uphill trajectory, right, it, slowly but surely with Lamar in the offense. 
with him being able to like do things at the line. And he was like, Sarah, just keep believing in Lamar. Everybody keep believing in him. Cause like, there are things that since he's calling so many of the plays, there are things that he's going to recognize more and more and more. And now that he's done it in the playoffs, he's like, he's like, I, he's like, just have patience with him. He's going to get it. Like, like he was like, not in the least bit doubting that Lamar was going to take another step. Yeah. And he wants yeah. to try, he wants to try to connect with him. He wants, I mean, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. And I'm not talking like a connect that's like for the public to watch no, or listen he to. He just wants to be one-on-one with him. Yes. No, no media. For, none from of that. a support standpoint, he yeah. wants to support him. He wants to uplift him. Yeah. And there it's is so a legit cool. kinship there. I mean, there is a legit connection. I think it was pretty clear if you haven't watched that interview from, you know, at the end of the year when yeah. we had him on. Just before Christmas. It was tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, yeah. So from my vantage point, yeah. <laughs> we are, um, like I said, we're covering – as Lewis Riddick once said about the Ravens offense this All past offseason, every blade of grass of this place. Yeah. There's over 200 media outlets in this place. It's a convention-style room that you can kind of see, right? And Sarah's going to try and get Orlovsky on here to, in, in real time. We're bringing this to you. but um, So we're, we're kind of covering all angles of this place. And in order to do that, you got to kind of do things separately. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I wonder where Sarah is. Like, I just needed a break. So I start walking towards the NFL Network stage as well. And there's this whole posse of people, like you said, around, oh, okay, it's Steve. Who's Steve talking to? Oh, it's one-on-one with Sarah, and that's when he had pulled you aside. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm yeah. just minding my own business over here. And these two are catching up, chit-chatting like they've been friends since high school, which, you know, you've known him for a long which time. Which is funny. He's like, that's the way he makes you feel. Yes. There yeah. is a warmth about him yes. that is inviting, that is genuine, and yes. that is real. And so That I'm um, learning here, there's a lot of people that have that. And there's a lot of people that don't. Yes, yes. But Steve is one of those that's yes. very warm. Yes. And it, you'll see in our in our interviews another one. Rod Woodson was warm. Oh. Like Dominic. Dominic was so um Yes. He he's just so willing to talk about good and bad and listen. So yes. like he was he was an interesting interview. Like they're just so and that probably there doesn't are. happen if it weren't for United Airlines. Right. We, I flew out of Dulles <laughs> yesterday yeah. down in Washington and um and he happened to be on the same plane. And you and I were having sort of our our, our pre-trip meeting on the phone. Yeah. And I was like, I lost my train of thought because he walked right by me. And I was I, like, Sarah, I got to go say hello to him. Yeah. And sure you enough. You were literally in mid-sentence talking about something. And then all of a sudden, you stopped talking. And I'm like, did I lose you? Nope. Nope. Yeah, well, yes, in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment. And so anyway, he couldn't have been more gracious. We sat uh, next to each other in, in different rows on uh, the plane. And then uh, – we had a lot of turbulence, so we were able to kind of, uh, you know, I guess embrace each other off of off of that experience. Right, right. And then he ended up losing his luggage for a second afterwards. So we anyway, we, we connected, we exchanged numbers, and he was gracious enough to give us about 25 minutes, which is available right now on the vault and in the audio-only space. So, so Rod Woodson coming up at 5 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Dem- Dominique Foxworth is already available for you. Dan Orlovsky's coming in what should she be just texted me any again. moment. Yeah. Um, Dan has doing this, by the way, after everything's done. I, I think it yes. sure seems like his duties are done for the day and he's yeah. giving us extra time, which is yeah. exactly what no, Rod he did, was so. another one that he <laughs> that we I jumped on. Like yes. I said I was going to tackle people. I haven't quite tackled anybody. Not yet. But um, no, he had finished an interview and I jumped in and I was like, you know, Dan, we want to talk about about Lamar with you. And he's like. Absolutely. And like he looks at his scheduling people and was like, you know, pointing as in this one. Yeah, get this book. So yep. he's been around 
everywhere in this convention center. Yep. And they were nice enough to be like, we'll, we'll add on. In fact, Rod was the same way. Yes. Rod was already finished. When I tell you, they probably do 15, 20 interviews. I mean, they just, these guys just keep going. going all day long. So when I say here, here they come right now. Okay. Uh, when I say slide that, it over? yeah, I'll slide over. You see them right there. So when I say all that right, they're being kind to add us on, that is exactly what they were doing. Dan's so tall. Oh, he is. He's going to look massive sitting in this chair compared to us. <laughs> All right, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky coming up in just a short second here. Yep, we're going to let him we're slide in, in here. In the middle seat. Here we go. Okay. Here we go, Dan. Here we go, live real-time stuff. You can slide in right here. We, we try we to build up an audience right for you here. You can go in the middle. You got the middle. Yeah, you, there we go. You're the centerpiece here, Dan. <laughs> Appreciate you for coming on. For sure. So, busy day for you. Busy week. Busy year. Busy, busy football season. You and Mad Dog back on good terms? I sat with Mad Dog today. Yeah, he actually texted me that night, and um, Mad Dog's the best, dude. I, I, I love Mad Dog. I grew up listening to Mad Dog. He texted me that night. He was like, oh, I was just joking around. I said, Mad Dog, come on. You're you 70. Were I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't have to play that game. Uh, and we we messed around with it a little bit today. I told him, like, initially, you're – of course, I was sensitive to it initially. And then, like, after a couple hours, you calm down or whatnot, and you're like, oh, it's not that big a deal, Dan. Like, move on from it. And <laughs> I've always said I don't have to justify my playing career to anybody. And then I actually held up a piece of paper from like 10 feet. And I was like, all right, take a ball and hit it. He went over three. So <laughs> it was a great day it. for me. Hey, you still got it too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you see do. that precision? I yeah. mean, yeah. this guy's still got it. So well, we're, we're thrilled. You, you carved out a few minutes for yeah, us. And we love what you do when it comes to just explaining the game in layman's terms. I think you do it better than anybody. Thank you. And, um, Obviously, we want to talk about Lamar because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some of your breakdowns have really resonated with with the Ravens fan base, and being that uh, he's going to, you know, have a two-time MVP label attached to him at some point here, shortly. That uh, even though most recently there's mm. a sour taste sure. in everybody's mouth, I, I wonder how you look back at his sixth NFL season. I thought Lamar was spectacular this year, and the thing that was different than the initial MVP season is it was easy to take the numbers and just say, Hey, that what, what he's doing is just so unique and rare and special. Yeah. That wasn't the case this year because of the style of play that would kind of, he transitioned into. And I, you know, for, I think the last couple of weeks of the season, maybe the last month, I was like, you just have to watch the games and to see, you know, there's hidden yardage by Lamar's plays. You know, the six-yard loss becomes a five-yard gain. Well, there's 11 yards right there. And then a, a, a three-yard loss became a 30-yard gain. So I thought, like, you know, with, with the in, – in relation to, okay, what quarterback, you know, I guess did more with less or made up for or um, was asked to do more than – I mean, he's right in that conversation with Josh and, and maybe Jalen a little bit this year. But I thought Lamar did it at the highest level consistently. Um, and that's why everyone knows I, I'm a massive Josh Allen fan. I get an MVP vote. I voted for Lamar just because I felt like mm. – um, I felt like without Lamar making something out of nothing so consistently, that was a, a nine-win team. And that's what you yeah. – we love the breakdown. Remember, he talked it's about, the look, there should be a measurement of the extension of plays, keeping plays alive, yeah. and yeah. we don't, we don't value no, that enough. There's no metrics that capture the, the full game of Lamar Jackson. There, it's just not there. And so that's why when you look – that's why I love – there's a clip going around of you in Ravens Flock that everybody loves where you're debating both Stephen A. and Shannon. 
and they're talking about the stats and they're like, but what else am I supposed to look at? And you're like, watch the game, watch the game. Like everybody loves that. So can you break down for us what you see in Lamar under Greg Roman? Versus what you saw with him in, in with Todd Munkin. Yeah, I, I think it's important to be say, and I've said this about the, the time with Greg Roman. There's something to be said for like easing that dynamic, athletic quarterback into the NFL in the way that they did. He was able to have immediate immediate success and dominate because of some of his very unique skills. And then it became that time to transition under Greg. You know, this was an offense that I remember the the number one seed year, 19, the MVP year. It was the multiple tight ends. It was the shrunk down formations. It was the creating space. Lamar was killing them in the middle of the field with throws because of that action mm-hmm. um, and, and on the end in, in the design run game transition under Todd. Um, w- much more spread out a little bit less like some of the shrunk down design runs. Um, I thought Lamar became mechanically, I'll go super nerdy here. Yes. I thought Lamar became much more mechanically stable on his left side. You know, Lamar used to swing open when he would throw too much and he's so good. It didn't matter. He was way tighter with his shoulder that increased his accuracy that increased his uh, time to throw. Um, his mechanics became way more efficient. His pocket movement became way more subtle rather than sudden. I always say like dynamic athletes, they often don't have great pocket movement because they don't need to mm. run away, you know? And so you think that's a T Martin thing or is that a coordinator change oh, scheme wise? I, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think certainly it's a T Martin thing for sure. You hear a lot of people say great things about T in that building. Um, I do think it's a, it's the, the people around him. It's never just one thing. It's the, I got people around me that I could do it. I, the, the scheme is more reliable. Um, there's a true passing game and pass concepts, um, that he, he started to learn at a consistent basis to have confidence in operating them as well. So he definitely, that's the thing. Like I, I saw coach Harbaugh say this the other day, like there's so much to look forward to and he's excited. And initially I heard, I was like, yeah, but because that team was so good this year, I know it was his first year in this offense where you, you saw growth and you're like, yo, he could still grow. He could <laughs> there's still. There's a lot of better. meat on the bone. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think they're aware of that. And, Again, I, maybe that's the optimistic angle, but like I do believe he's just starting to scratch the surface of, um, like the the consistent quarterback that he can be at, at the NFL level. Absolutely, he's awesome, man. He's, he's awesome. awesome. That's enticing. Okay, so if you were to um, give us a breakdown of that AFC Championship loss, I mean, Ravens fans are gutted. They are not getting over it because, it's, like I'll give you, you said, a breakdown. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> That's the breakdown. I thought you were going to try it. You know, take yeah. the ball and run with it. I was it. like, yeah. do we have a whiteboard on hand? Let's like, give him a marker. That breakdown. That's, how, that's exactly yeah. how Ravens fans feel. You know, so we have this the group chat with NFL Live that, you know, we we could never air or, or publicly <laughs> reveal some of the, most of the stuff that gets said on that. But in that game, the two things that we kept saying were it was shocking that they just weren't playing bully football, yeah. you know, like yeah. Kansas city was almost like, come on, you know, they, the with jump. all their defensive backs. And yeah. especially after the fourth down run by Lamar, they got into big personnel and ran power and they gutted them for like 15 or 20. And I was like, Oh, here it comes. So that was surprising. And then Marcus was like, Lamar just needs to be like, be the best player in the field. And he like, for some reason, Lamar didn't get into that mode. I don't know yeah. why. So it was, it was a really head scratching, you know, I can often pinpoint reasons why, 
I don't know why. I, I know why mm. they lost. I don't know why they went about losing in that regard. I think the world of Todd Monken, I think he's an off, awesome offensive coordinator. I've loved him his NFL time. I loved him at Georgia. I don't, I don't understand that one. I don't know if he's publicly talked about it yet. I don't understand Haven't that Todd one. Haven't gotten Todd yet, just yeah. John. Not yet. That, yeah. That's been – that was odd to witness. Dan, do you <laughs> – there's this weird trend that we're looking at, whether it's the divisional round loss in 19 this year, just times where they get punched in the mouth first. Sure. Like they have a counter. There's no doubt about it. They showed this year there's there's levels to what they have now in Baltimore offensively. But oftentimes when they get punched in the mouth first and it's a do or die situation in a playoff game. So you say do or die. I don't want to cut you off. I apologize. But it felt like in that game when they immediately went down 7 nothing. They they went into do or die mode. Yes, no words like if we don't score on our next drive, the game's going to be That's over. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah, it, it it definitely felt like that. And like I remember one of the things that I loved about the 2019 Tennessee team that they lost to, and under Vrabel was that team never wavered from who they were, mm. good or bad, never wavered. And it felt like Kansas City went down the field on their first two drives so seamlessly that. Baltimore said, take the game plan, rip it up. We got to change everything. Panic. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. We still got the best defense in football this mm-hmm. year. We'll settle in. Like they'll, they'll settle in, which they obviously did. We, we just got to stay true to what we believed was going to be the method to go win this game. And it certainly felt like they ran that ran from that. It, they ran from it in 19. Um, and I don't know exactly why, but there is something to like, Hey, we just got to take a deep breath. And, and, you know, everyone often says, because there was a moment in that game where they went on the drive to Zay fumble. And I was sitting there going, run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball, and they weren't. And I was like, well, maybe they're just saying, screw it. Lamar, win it for us. But that's the that's the slippery slope that mm-hmm. they get yes. themselves into at mm-hmm. times. Absolutely. Yes. So, so one thing that I felt like the front office did last offseason is something – we've never really witnessed in Baltimore, which was that they put money behind the wide receiver position. So suddenly Lamar had all these weapons, plus all the draft picks, this and that. OBJ is going to be a free agent. Nelson Aguilar is going to be, obviously you got Zay in the tight ends, but you're a quarterback. How important is it that that the Ravens continue down the road we saw last offseason and continue to get him weapons rather than go back to where they've been before and just say, okay, you just be Superman. It's paramount. It's, it's as important this year, if not more than it was last year, you got to build on that. There has to be that, that consistent commitment to it. What I liked about the receiving group last year is they were at different roles. I think they're going to have to replace that. Like Zay obviously is the ability to be a big play guy. Um, There's a little bit of the creativity when Lamar breaks the pocket, but he's also like, get him the ball now guy. Odell was the like possession guy, it, it, you know, they didn't like give him a ton of route nuance. You're going to run slants or we're going to run some stops and they got to get, whether it's Odell or someone else, the, the possession person that, that, um, you know, they're Rasheed Rice, they're Amon Ross, St. Brown, that guy that indifferent of the coverage is going to consistently know how to win in the possession element of the game. <clears throat> I think Zay can has elements like that, but like that's not necessarily what you want. It was out of Anquan Zay. Bolden in Ravens Quan. terms in the back in, in the past. Yes, yes. yeah, they yeah. got to get a guy that has because uh, so often too when like crap hits the fan. Sometimes you know you see these teams. I don't know what to do. We're calling a play for that guy. Like we're just going to figure out a way to call that guy in a one-on-one situation. They got to make sure that they. That I think Odell had parts of that last year. They got to make sure that they get that person back in the building. 
Did you see enough from him that would warrant, maybe not at that price tag. Yeah, but, price tag always matters, yeah. you know. But um, it warrant a return if you're the front office. I think so. You know, I, I thought they should have thrown him to him more in the game, to be honest with you. It was uh, the fourth quarter that we started to see him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Odell is is very much so a guy that you go, hey, he could win. I don't, he's obviously not what he was, but he could win. He could, How about he, the separation that Bateman gets? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah. And Did you see that that there one that one stat halfway through the year, there wasn't another wide receiver that was getting separated yeah. and creating that separation more. Bateman league wide. Yeah, Bateman did a better job as the year went on of getting on the same page as Lamar. Like Lamar's page is different page than most quarterbacks, just because of his style of play. So yes, um, but like when I say a possession, I don't know if Bateman's big enough to be yeah. that possession. You're talking guy. about an X. Yeah, like a just true, just a yeah. You know, a big physical guy that's like, hey, recess. You've been saying that. Physical. Guy, I yeah. want him to retool in the draft. They could do it through yeah. the draft. Yeah, my right? guy versus even, your guy. They don't even have to do it through free agency. Yeah. You could do it through the draft. Yeah, yeah. and there's some bigger framed, talented guys um, that you could find in the second round. Leggett out of South Carolina. Um, Mitchell out of Texas. Some bigger framed guys that could fill that role. There we go. That's Boom. the missing that's link. That's what you want. That's yeah. the missing link yeah. right I now. Mean, and then they got to figure offenses. out running back, though. Running back's got some answers, uh, yeah. some questions they need answered. How bad is Mitchell's knee? Is that your traditional ACL? He might or? not be back in time for – Yeah, because just because it was end of year, but I, it sounded like it was clean, though. It was just clean ACL, yeah. not like ligaments He's their home run else. hitter, though. RG3 yeah. called it. He's their home run hitter. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know it at the time. Yeah. We saw flashes, but he's their home run hitter. Yeah, he's a speed cat. You know? I don't know what happens with Dobbins and Edwards. Sure. But – you know that Justice Hill is reliable. He's under contract this upcoming year. Keaton will be back on a, on a team-friendly, yeah. super team-friendly deal, yeah. given the undrafted rookie status. And then after that, you know, yeah, we'll there's see. not a lot what of holes in the football team. You know where the running back market is right now. What would you do? I always say you never take a running back early or pay for a running back unless your team is a piece, like he's the final piece. You can make the case that that is so in Baltimore. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm not totally equipped on who the draft kids are this year. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to tell me you make a jump, make a move for Saquon? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it fits that offense that dynamically, what it's going to cost you. I'd rather see Saquon in Houston, be honest with you. So, um, you know, I, I think the draft is a place you could, you could justify like a second round tailback in Baltimore. Well, Dan, we know we, you got to run here. I'm going to finish up with this. You feel good about Todd Munkin and Lamar going forward. As bad as that AFC championship game was, you feel good about those two going forward. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. I, Lamar too great of a player. Todd's too good of an offensive coordinator and, Hopefully something that he like learns from, you know, if we're being candid again, I think the world of both of them, but yeah, absolutely. All right. Appreciate your time. No Harbaugh game management issues. No, I'm, I'm such a Harbs guy. You know, everyone's <laughs> we haven't had one person. It's just the it's the fan base. Every person we've talked to that's yes. not in Baltimore is like, we love Lamar. Yes. I mean, Harbaugh. They yeah. love Lamar. Too. Oh, I love, yeah, they love Lamar. But yeah, yeah. I love we Harbaugh. like him. Yeah. yeah. Well, we but, just it was anyway. We yeah. know you got to go. Yeah. It was just uh, this week they they tried to bring in Jerry Rossberg, or at least there was reports says yeah. a game management role under Harbaugh. Wasn't he there in the past? Yes. Yes. He's yeah. Long he's a special time special teams, teams coordinator, and, but and so an assistant head coach. So. Yeah. Some within anyway. the fan base have grown. I think friends a little, bit, a little bit spoiled, I think. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit spoiled. Yeah. So, Dan Orlowski, right. what, what you got going on the rest of the week? Um, I'm done today. Yeah. Uh, busy day. Marathon day tomorrow. Pretty heavy day Friday. Nothing much Saturday. Call the game and red-eye home. Dude, congrats. I, I can't yeah, that's wait. That's awesome. Cannot wait till he is in a national booth on TV Yeah. weekly. I know you already have done plenty of that. But we he's going to. Me too. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to happen, too. Thank you. It's going to yeah. happen, my man. Phenomenal so. stuff. Thank Appreciate you. it, Dan. Hey, Appreciate so we're live, so we're going to keep going. But uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Are we saying bye?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you so much to your team for having them on, and uh, and, and that was awesome. So we'll, we'll probably clip you banging your head in the chair. Can you guys yeah. get Jimmy's famous to send me some crab cakes? Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah, we'll have so to I tag them. Yeah. We got quite a few in the Baltimore area. Subscribe yeah, to this. So Honestly, the best crab cakes I've ever had is at the stadium. It's good. Okay, it's good. All right, we'll see what we can do. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. That's oh, awesome. That was great. All right, so Jimmy's, if you're out there listening, you know who yeah, to let me scoot over now. You know who you. to contact. But uh, yeah, well, they, they do they make a mean mean crab cake. I'm I'd say I'm a little bit partial right now. I'm I'm so yeah, hungry. I think I'm partial to my 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 people at Clean Cuisine, but Jimmy's is uh, yeah. Jimmy's is damn good. Yeah. There's no question about that. As is that guest. What stood out to you? Well, I, he's just like I said. I, I think he explains things. Um, like when he are, started talking about going to the left and oh, like the way yeah. he like got into the the technique oh, and the, yeah. the nitty gritty. He's and like, I'm going to be a nerd. And it's like, you don't understand. Yep. We talk about Lamar so often. Our audience is ready to go deep. We want like, you let's to be go like, deep. Yeah, we want yeah, you exactly. To go into the, into the, the micro. And I so I just think that uh, the way that he explains high complex football terms in layman's layman speak yeah. is, is one of his best attributes. And I think he will be calling games for us uh no, for, for, for us as in all of our football us football fans and he will be a household name not that yeah. he isn't already so anyway my biggest takeaway is just i love that i love what he had to say between the two difference in two offices you, you, you set him up between munkin yeah and and roman and i think that's important to note you know he there there are some significant differences at the foundation level mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately at its core you know a lot of those principles are still there and um and and I think he's with Dominique just and and Rod right yeah. take 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 your time yep uh, everybody calm down after off of the heartbreak yep yeah Lamar's gonna get there <laughs> yeah Lamar's gonna get that there. that has been the consistent theme from football players that we've talked to today whether it's a Hall of Famer and Rod or it's Dan who does this for a living to break down quarterbacks or Dominique who's a former Raven like it was all every single one of them brought up it was the first year for Lamar in this offense yep. and this is how good it was yep. and that's why 
you know, it, on one hand, it's so gut-wrenching because you felt like you had the roster, and but yet the foundation's there. Yep. And so you can still have the roster, and then what everybody's saying is there's still meat on the bone because he, he can keep taking this offense to another level. So that was a really good takeaway. Wide receiver. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll, oh, you, you know, know you were fired up. You were like, you want the big X. Possession. Now baby. you're just being validated right there. <laughs> you want that possession guy, that guy who's going to win, right? Yeah. He's going to win. Doesn't matter what route it is, what coverage it is, who's on the other side. Yep. It does not matter. He's going to be there. Yep. He's going to be there for 50-50 balls. He's going to be there across the middle, those intermediate throws that Lamar cooks yeah. on, especially with Mark. Like, that is the missing link for them. I hope they retool at some point in the draft. It's, it's going to be funny because for how many years have like, it's always like take a wide receiver in the first round. It's going to happen again. If there's Come an ex huge wide receiver that's there at <laughs> 31, that's what everybody's going to be screaming for, for sure. And, but I agree. And I said, I said, when we had Steve Young on our show before the Christmas game, I was like, he's got me. Like, it's like, keep retooling, keep giving him, keep giving him weapons as good as it was in terms of like the best in his career. There's, there's still a lot more that you could get. So two other takeaways that I had from him, other than him banging, I was like, can you break what down you what do? happened in that what game? And he's like, I'll give you a breakdown. I was like, what, what's happening? Yeah. Smashing his head. And it is, that's the way it felt. It felt like you were banging your head against the wall. It's like, what was going on? But beyond that, I love that. He, I mean, he said he voted for Lamar for MVP, which what shouldn't be a huge surprise. That was but cool. That's that cool. was cool that he he like said that because he's saying this is how much I love Josh Allen. There's a ton of people up in fans up in Buffalo that are like Josh Allen should have won that. You got to take the playoffs yep. out of it because it's what happens in the regular season. And as much as he loves Josh Allen, he's like, nope, I voted for Lamar. You know, so and that Josh one, had an MVP MVP caliber season. You he know, did, especially in the and- especially towards the end. Which is also the same time that I felt like Lamar kept getting hotter. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So Lamar um, created that separation, but Josh was no doubt right there. No doubt yeah. right there. And then I lost my other takeaway. I think that I think I probably gobbled it up in there. Well, I think but, he had some good stuff on OBJ, you know, and what he yeah. could be moving forward and and just what he was this year, right? He, he yeah. said like he was your possession guy, he but they didn't ask him. There was a lot of new ones. Listen, because he's still getting off off the line of scrimmage. He's he's creating separation. He's getting open. What's not happening anymore, whether it's because of his injury or because of his age, he's not getting much separation when you're going like downfield, downfield like you're doing a, yeah, a nine right. route or whatever. And so like it's more that's why it's become a possession guy. But I but it, I wish that the Ravens, like he said, did that more because yes. it felt like what they were more trying to do is like do these like corner outs where he does beat people in the end zone and i just don't feel like many of those hit you yep. know what i mean it's like don't do that do those inside slants and yep. just get the first down yep. you know yep. so i i i am a massive fan of his like just Dan from Orlowski. a broadcasting side yeah, of no, things he's and he was such like he was so cool he is so did cool. you notice like how he said he was like yeah we're done now because he was already done <laughs> yes. but he added on one more for us and when i tell you it's a marathon it is a marathon i've yeah. been watching him talk non-stop yeah all day. And he was on with a group from Ithaca College. Mm-hmm. So giving back to the college kids, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we do have to shout out um, a guy who went to Ithaca, who is the only reason really why we're here this year. And that's my guy, Jake Asman, who I had on yesterday. Yeah. Jake uh, went to Ithaca. He and I interned together at the Rio Olympics in 2016. Yeah. And this is his thing. Like, yeah, this is his like six or seven Super Bowl. I'm only in with him. Right. And you as a product of that. Uh, as yep. well as an extension yep. of that, I should say. So 
Uh, we just want to shout out Jake. He's a Jets content creator. He's got over 35,000 subscriptions. He's killing it out here this week. He did steal Mark Ingram. from. He didn't steal it, but he had Mark Ingram right in front of us, and we were like, oh, so close, but yeah. yet so far. Well, but I do want to say this, again, thanks to him, because it's like I'm looking around here, and you guys can't see it, but right in front of me is this massive stage for Fox Sports. Yeah. And then right next to it is NFL Network and more NFL Network, and then Sirius Mad Dog Radio. You've got FanDuel with Kay Adams over there, and, like, yeah. you go over there, uh, ESPN, and there was Pat McAfee there earlier. you got Pro Football Talk. Sorry, I'm – J.J. Watt was over there today. JJ, and, yeah. and then the vault. Yeah. Right <laughs> you know what I mean? Right here. And, like, even if you go through here, like, these, like, the athletics here or, like, this, you know, more ESPN radio stuff or whatever. Yeah. And it was, like, and the vault, you know? Like, but it's we, just so cool that we got in. But we, at lunch, we, yeah. at lunch we're, we're talking, right? Like, yeah. immediately we're on the same page. It's, like, okay, <laughs> what can we do different next year to yeah. make sure we have our own table? Yeah, To yeah. have our own backdrop. Yeah. To have our own cloth. Yeah. to have our own entire operation that's going to be more robust here. Maybe we bring an intern next year. Like, you never know. Like, what's it going to look like? And right. I'm just so excited because we get here, we're, we're satisfied, we're, we're content, but we're not satisfied. Right, right, right. right. And, um, and I just think that uh, we have a lot more to come. I hope you guys have been enjoying the coverage. Kay Adams will be joining us, uh, we hope. You guys at least, at least lay the groundwork. Yes, yes, 10 a.m.-ish. And, you know, yes. she she does have to return the favor here. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've been on the show. Not that there's any favor needing return, but yeah, no. it would be nice if, if she could go the other way now, which is fun. Oh, no, that, that is what she said. She said that she wants to help out all the people that have been on her show. So she's like, wherever she can, she wants to gem. help out. So she's, she's a gem. Great. Yeah. So, uh, gosh, Dan Marino was here. CJ Stroud is off to our left uh, as of a couple Garrett. minutes ago. Miles Garrett was was here. So it is it is truly your who's who. This is your classic Super Bowl radio row. This is where you want to be right now. It's the mecca of media. It's the mecca of sports. And we're going to continue to work around the clock to bring you as much coverage as we can during what is otherwise kind of a slow time. You know, I mean, uh, Greg Roman was hired. Greg Roman was right. hired since our last recording officially to be the next offensive coordinator for Jim Harbaugh in Los Angeles. Um, we never did like a Zach Jesse or... Minter. Jesse Minter is oh, going to be yeah. his defensive coordinator, yep, who yep, obviously yep. has been in that Harbaugh tree. Uh, we did not have a chance to react to, to Zach Orr's introductory press conference as the next defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. but he made a great impression just as he did in every other interview he's given since. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I really would like to catch up with Todd, honestly. I think it'd be great once we get back here. Uh, I'm going to reach out to Todd Munkin. That'd be awesome. And I want to – I would like to have a, a really open-ended conversation with him and see if he'd be open to it. So that would be phenomenal. So let's see if he we hasn't get spoken that. yet. Yes. Can yeah. we be the first ones? Let's see if we That's can question. Let's see if we can have a chat with him at some point. But yeah. uh, but yeah, fun. Uh, fun. Busy, busy night ahead. Lots of festivities going on here in Vegas. For you. And, uh, I'm going to bed. We'll see. Yeah. You go enjoy the I gotta Vegas nightlife. There's a couple different <laughs> options that are on the table. I've been invited to the volume, which is Colin Coward's exclusive party. Have fun. Don't know if I'm actually fully invited, yeah, but know. we'll have to see. And uh, it's so funny to watch people say. Uh, hey, do you guys want to come? And I'm like, yeah, Bobby, go. And they're like, you want to go? And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> it's also been fun to make, you know, every two minutes, I'm like, hey, Sarah, that's that's the future missus right there. Yeah, you, and then, you and then one came over and was like, hey, I have a here. fiance here. All right, get off me. I'm like, oh, that's awkward. Okay. But, but yeah, it's been fun. Oh, man, I haven't been single for almost 20 years. And so it is hilarious <laughs> to just watch you. Like in between the grind, I'm on the prowl, you know, basically. Yeah. <laughs> in between the grind, editing and, and booking and doing everything we do, right. trying to find the misses. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want the misses, the future misses to like be in the, in the industry, so to speak. But maybe <laughs> okay. that's, maybe that'd be good. Cause we'd be on the same page with everything. I don't yeah. Know. 
we'll see. It's a big off-season agenda item of mine, as everybody knows, <laughs> that I would like to find somebody because, you know, there's days where uh, you go all day long and then you're ready to, you go to enjoy it with somebody. Yeah, I listen, I know. Enjoy the grind of what we're doing. Yeah, so. I hear you. Special thanks to Dan Orlovsky for making this possible. Special thanks to Dan Orlovsky's PR team from ESPN, yep. which were uh, inc- incredible people, very, very generous and great and uh, gracious. Special thanks to Field Yates, uh, an interview coming up on free agency, uh, an early look at that, which will be coming up later this week. Dominique Foxworth, our exclusive one-on-one with him, is available to you right now on the vault. Um, he was so good. He was. Rod Woodson will be available in the morning, 5 a.m. Eastern, to be the morning vault. And, uh, yeah, hopefully Kay and Roquan and Coach Billick, if, if everything goes well scheduling-wise. And, and then so, some. We'll yeah. see. And, hopefully, and you never know, right? We're, we're going to continue to do what we do, and that is elbow until we get <laughs> into right. the fold. That's right. So you guys are awesome. <laughs> the live chat is, is funny <laughs> on, on various things. Asmodeus, we do. We, we he's, do. He's yes. telling you to make good decisions tonight. Yes, I'll, I'll try my best. And uh, I won't be in your ear. The dating live stream maybe will come <laughs> later on when it's when we're not in Vegas right now. It, you know, that could get out of hand if we do a, a dating live stream here. I'll start being like that, that oh one right there. God. That one right there. That, I'm not even going to get into it. I can tell stories. <laughs> right. I can tell stories. You guys are the best. Sign off for us. You guys are the best. we got plenty more coming up uh, throughout the week. Please like this video. Subscribe to both the Vault and the Bobby Baltimore YouTube channels and turn that notification bell on because we got plenty more content coming up this week. Appreciate you guys. Talk soon.